for February 2015. And for those younger listeners out there, that is a song called Reunited and It Feels So Good by a group called Peaches and Herb from the late 70s. And it does feel good to have Spider-Man reunited with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Before we get to our discussion of that, I want to ask for your support. Log on to our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says Support This Side via PayPal. And you can help us pay the bandwidth costs that it takes to host 360 episodes up on a server. All right, let's get on with the discussion. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to a special edition of breaking news, if you will, in Spider-Man uh, related news. Uh, we've assembled the whole Spider panel. Let me introduce who we've got. We've got George. What's going on, George? We had to do this because all the yes. news and the as unreleased uh, news podcast for this month, as some of it is now obsolete. It is, so we got to get this news while it's hot. We also have Mike. What's going on, Mike? Well, I am now a welcome our new lords and master, Disney, uh, <laughs> for this news, which we will explain Bought in a minute. Sold by the <laughs> yep. And we have Zach. What's going on, Zach? Wait, there's news? Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> there's news. Because uh, you have two cents. Everybody gets two cents. All right. And we okay. also have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Hello. I'm here, I guess. <laughs> you, you are. <laughs> and we have JR. What's going on, JR? Is this a special edition of Ditko News? No, 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 no. <laughs> and also on the live, we have Steve Ditko from New York City. <laughs> Steve, what do you think of Marvel and Sony teaming up for the creation that you did back I don't give a damn. There you go. <laughs> that was still Larry King. <laughs> no. uh, the reason we're uh, doing this special podcast, we're going to talk about the Sony and Marvel team-up, if you will. Uh, late, uh, late, about 11 o'clock on uh, February 9th, Marvel just happened to put this on their front page that they're t- uh, teaming up with Sony to have Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. And let me read the official press release. Uh, the he- heading is Marvel's Kevin Feige to produce next installment of the Spider-Man franchise with Amy Pascal. Uh, Sony Pictures Entertainment, Marvel Studios, announced today that Sony is bringing Marvel into the amazing world of Spider-Man. Under the deal, the new Spider-Man will first appear in a Marvel film from Marvel's cinematic universe. Sony Pictures will therefore release the next installment of its four billion Spider-Man franchise on July 28, 2017, in a film that will be co-produced by Kevin Feige and his expert team at Marvel and Amy Pascal, who oversaw the franchise launch for the studio 13 years ago. Now, together, they will collaborate on a new creative direction for the Web Slinger. Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, own, and have final creative control of the Spider-Man films. Marvel uh-huh. and Sony Pictures are also exploring opportunities 
Let me get through it. To integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. Now, the new relationship follows a decade of speculation among fans about whether Spider-Man, who has always been an integral and important part of the larger Marvel Universe in the comic books, could become part of the Marvel Universe on the big screen. Spider-Man has more than 50 years of history in Marvel's world, and with this deal, fans will be able to experience Spider-Man taking his rightful place among other superheroes in the MCU. Bob Iger, chairman and CEO of the Walt Disney Company, said, quote, Spider-Man is one of Marvel's greatest characters, beloved around the world, and we're thrilled to work with Sony Pictures to bring the iconic web-slinger into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which opens up fantastic new opportunities for storytelling and franchise building. Quote, we always want to collaborate with the best and most successful filmmakers to grow our franchise and develop our characters. Marvel, Kevin Feige, and Amy, who helped orchestrate this Deal are the perfect team to help produce the next chapter of Spider-Man, said Michael Lighton, chairman and CEO of Sony Pictures Entertainment. And he also has a quote, this is the right decision for the franchise, for our business, for Marvel, and for the fans, unquote. And here's another quote from uh, Doug Belgrad. He's the president of Sony Pictures Entertainment Motion Picture Group. He says, quote, Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios share love for the characters in the, Marvel, in the Spider-Man universe and have a long, successful history of working together. This new level of collaboration is the perfect way to take Peter Parker's story into the future. And uh, another quote, uh, I am thrilled to team with my friends at Sony Pictures, along with Amy Pascal, to produce the next Spider-Man movie, said Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige. Amy has been deeply involved in the realization on film of one of the world's most beloved characters. Marvel's involvement will hopefully deliver the creative continuity and uh, authenticity that fans demand from the MCU. I'm equally excited for the opportunity to have Spider-Man appear in the MCU, something which both we at Marvel and fans alike have been looking forward to for years. And Spider-Man embraced all over the world as the most successful franchise in the history of Sony Pictures, with the five films having taken in more than $4 billion worldwide. That is the end of the press release. Let's open up to the panel. What do you think of this news initially? What do you think? Anybody? <laughs> did I, did I, uh, I, I have Go ahead, Jay. No, I was about to say I haven't seen so much horse shit ever since uh, <laughs> since, since my dad let the neighbors, you know, keep his horses in our fenced-in back area. You know, explain your your uh, opinion. Why is it horse shit? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's almost like you know, it's like how can we structure this to to make it sound like Sony didn't come to us hat in hand, you know, saying <laughs> saying please, please bail our sorry asses out of this mess that we've created. <laughs> Created, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just all, you know. Oh, we're all good friends, and we came together because we love Spider-Man. We just love Spider-Man. Oh so Jr.'s press release would be more like uh, Marvel is taking over the failed Spider-Man franchise, Sony, or as much as we could get them to uh, give up. <laughs> End quote. Kevin Feige. Basic, basically, that's that's correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, if you want to just speak literally without all the flowery, you know, pat pat everybody on the ass talk, yeah, that's exactly now, what happened. Now, go ahead, Mike. Now, wait. Now, the thing is, to be fair, uh, this is according to some sources, variety sources um, that I've seen elsewhere. Um, they're claiming that no monetary exchange was involved. I don't know how valid that is or not, because, <laughs> but. Um, but basically, it, what it, this amounts to is that Sony is essentially leasing out Spider-Man for free 
to Marvel because they're so desperate for, I guess, a successful franchise because, you know, for films and everything like this. I mean, they want the billion dollars. Yeah. That event and the, and the thing is, there was one comment I read. I think it might have been on a Hollywood reporter. And I think this is actually correct, is that yeah. there is no way that Sony would have ever accepted this deal if Marvel didn't have the merchandising rights. Because the Mar- yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and which is I think is very accurate because they I mean they I mean and like they said in this thing I mean this I mean it's a four billion dollar um, well that was a four billion dollar well, sales. I was just going to make that point. It, it took five films to make four billion. Right. It took one Avengers film to make one. Right. Billion. But the merchandising rights alone is probably. What is that? What, what, what didn't we? Because we had a story earlier about like George, were, George. What was the number? Was it five billion last, a year? Last year, Spider, Spider-Man made a billion dollars in licensing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, that's the real reason why they why um, they kind of given this thing to, to to Marvel and everything because Marvel because Marvel till technically has control of essentially the per, of the major from, purse strings involved. From what I understand, over the years, uh, Sony has given Marvel back some stuff to make. To earn them some money in the uh, in a quick run, I understand. Right. Well, they, like Sony gave uh, Marvel back the t- the cartoon rights. Mm-hmm. They also gave them back yeah. the, the merchandising. Right. The last is the movies. Yeah. But I mean, the Disney and Marvel, uh, Disney and Sony, they've always kind of had a semi working partnership in the past, anyway. Because if I mean, they've done collaborations on video games and whatnot. So this is kind of, I mean, at least it's better than what Marvel, Mar- what Disney and Marvel have box. <coughs> For sure. Right. So, I think this. Right. So, and and about this news, I mean, th- I, we kind of, I think, even especially with the the leaked emails, we kind of had. I think some of some people kind of expected this to happen eventually. It just it was just a matter of when. And so the surprise really was the fact that they just they kind of, they did they they didn't wait the, until like say Comic Con to announce this or something. So. It, it's almost like we got a little bit of new good news. Yeah. I mean, the the ideal press release would be like Sony has agreed to return Marvel, uh, to return Spider Man a hundred percent to Marvel in exchange for what a billion dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, how many zeros does Disney want to write? Yeah, you well, know, remember but, I, I said that one time. Yeah. You know, it could be a case of of Bob Iger just walking into them, you know, with a, mil- a stack of million dollar bills and saying, "You tell us when to stop counting." <laughs> Apparently, that's what they d- actually started off doing. Yeah, yeah, but I guess, but if this is if this was indeed Sony just kind of leasing Marvel Spider-Man for free, that means that shows how just how desperate they really are. Well, it, we keep saying things like for free and no no money was exchanged. Listen, yeah, here's the thing: if they yeah. wind up getting because part of the other uh, or the other side of the coin on this is that they, Marvel is also going to try to start maybe putting characters into to the Spider-Man stuff at Sony. That's right. Yeah. Now suddenly, are they going to get? Are they going to get Chris Evans? Are they going to get Hemsworth? Are they going to get uh, Downey Jr.? Probably not. Are, that's just that's probably not going to happen. But if they can work in other people like Hawkeye or Scarlet, you know, Scarlet Witch, who's about to debut. I mean, you're you're, for, you're forgetting my favorite. Your favorite. The Hulk. Get oh, the Hulk in a Spider-Man yeah, I mean, movie. They, oh, could, okay. they could pair the Hulk up in a Nick movie. Fury is a god logical. That movie. itself is worth money. And mm-hmm. and here's and, and an, another thing. Linking it with Marvel, making you know, getting something that can be part of the Marvel universe is going to improve their box office. Oh yeah, because now it's yeah. ju- oh, yeah. it's not just Spider-Man and its own side thing with the jackassy Electro from number two. <laughs> 
Now it's Spider-Man as part of the very extremely popular Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, and yeah. so people will yeah. can, you know will, will just come back to it for that. Well, look at the box office returns for Captain America 2 and Thor 2 and Iron Man 3. They all benefited from that Avengers movie mm -hmm. more than their predecessors. So there's there's a trend of if he appears in the Avengers, he's going to bring some money back for his solo picture. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, there's a lot of – there's a lot – I'm sorry, JR. Well, I was going to jump in. And, uh, I was Go ahead, jump Jack. In and say, the only way that he's going to appear in the Avengers is in a post credit scene because – because Avengers is pretty much they've already wrapped principal photography. They've they've no no, no no we're not talking no like, this this is Avengers three we're talking about like oh, Avengers four, three. war stuff coming up yeah well yeah. I think I think he's going to be a, he's going to play I think everybody's going to play a major role I think Avengers three is going to have it's supposed to have not only the original iteration of the Avengers but it's supposed to have like it's supposed to have Strange and Panther well, and everybody mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it well, isn't well, supposed to be like everybody showing up to fight Thanos. Well, the r going rumor right now is that Spider-Man is supposed to make his first Mar Marvel Cinematic Universe appearance in the next Captain America film. Yeah, in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because from, from what I've heard of that, you've got Black Panther filling the Spider-Man role. Yeah, but you know, the story. Thing, but the way the yeah, but the way the Hollywood works, I'm I'm sure what they did was they had two scripts written. One was script was in case they got were allowed to use Spider-Man and one, another script in case they didn't. Because yeah. I, yeah. I look for Spider-Man just to have like an after-credits scene. That's what I'm honestly. thinking. I'm thinking like he's the teaser in the in the end credits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We haven't heard from Ashley. Let's hear from Ashley a little bit. What's your thoughts? Um, I'm honestly a little underwhelmed. Um, I yeah. feel like uh, when it happens, you're just like, well, of course, you know, you everyone kind of saw it coming back. You know, when the leaks are started. I mean, we were all speculating. It's like you know, you kind of got your hopes up, you know, but it just it's, felt like the inevitable yeah, outcome. Mm-hmm. It's not the 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 huge dinner that you expected. It's more like we got some fast food a little bit, you know. Yeah. Is that a bad analogy? I don't know. What <laughs> I mean, it's not what we, it's not a hundred percent what we want, but it's pretty close to it. I'm not even sure how much I care just about the press releases and you know all the the, the business talk. I'm just I'm just wondering <laughs> how is how yeah. is this you know what kind of direction are they going to go with? What new angles are they going to take? Instance, Where are they going to go with the, the story and whatnot? If Kev Kevin Feige saw the script for Amazing Spider-Man 2, I would hope he would say, Electro sucks and so does the new Goblin. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, but this, and can we get over the parents already? Why oh, are we yeah. backing our story How, down with this crap? However I, would hope that, however, I would hope that Kevin would be like, you know what? That Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are the best thing about well, this movie. Well, speaking of Kevin... Brad, and this is important to note. This is another thing that, that when I read the press release, and Brad, I, I think it may have been we were talking on, on Facebook, or you might have texted me, or, or I think it was when you texted me, and you said, Sony has creative control, and I laughed, and I said, Sony doesn't have shit. <laughs> I said, because what's, what's going to happen, this entire press release was, Sony, was, was, was to let Sony save face. That's yeah. the entire press release was, because I guarantee you, if Feige is part of Spider-Man, that, that, to me, says that Feige is going to have creative control over Spider-Man in the way that Sony does it. It's basically them bringing in a ringer saying, you know, gee, we would like big boy money and maybe to make, you know, to, to make films for less money that make more money the way you guys do. You know, can you come in and show us what we're doing wrong? Here's the problem I, I worry about. If, if uh, Pascal and Feige have the exact same title, who wins in a fight? 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably Feige does. I'll say Feige. Yeah. Yeah. Feige. I'm not talking. I'm not talking fisticuffs. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about Feige has to do his <laughs> yeah. point back and say how and point to the, to the I mean just the insane amount of money that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made compared to the diminishing returns of the Spider-Man franchise. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all Feige has to do is say, right. look, if if you want to make money for Sony, you know, STFU and follow my lead. Learn to nod when I talk, you know, and and let's get this done. And know? also, and it also I mean, is evidence to your point, George, about Mar- about Feige having probably more creative input. Look at what I mean. Yeah, some of the stuff you've posted on the uh, front page today about what they're actually looking for in a new Spider-Man film. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be back. It's going to go back. We're going back to high school again, folks. We're going to and we're going to get about another teenage Peter Parker and. And uh, stuff like that. I mean, you're not going to. It's and it's not going to be a continuation of the past two films. It's a soft soft reboot. Yeah, it's essentially what it's a soft reboot disguised as a sequel. Kind of like the Incredible Hulk. What were you going to say, Zach? Well, I I I was going to jump in and say two things. One, Kevin Feige is the is. Can we can we all agree that he's probably now the biggest name in Hollywood in terms Mm -hmm. of. I mean, he's got more clout than pretty much anybody well, in more goodwill. You know, he's not Harvey Weinstein, but yeah, I mean, he's up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about in the, last, in the last five years, five to ten years, how quickly Marvel Studios has grown. And secondly, I was going to point out, you mentioned the Hulk, Brad. This, this yeah. isn't the first time that Marvel Studios has done a deal with another uh, distributor. That's when right. They were uh, with Paramount, partner with Paramount. They did the uh, Incredible Hulk with you know, Universal doing the distri- distribution in the United States. They're the first two Iron Man, not internationally, too. but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, you have you could even you could even you have, have the Hulk in, in in a Spider-Man movie. You wouldn't even need him reverting to Banner. <laughs> no, you really wouldn't. Exactly. I mean, that could that could work. And, and you know, and let, let me say this real quick, because I, you know the way I'm talking about Amy Pascal and the way I you know the way I've talked about Amy Pascal on the front page and in our podcast. I actually do respect Amy Pascal for the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I, I absolutely do. I mean, you can't look at those two and, li- and love those two movies and not thank her for doing that. At the same time, what 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 uh, what poor you know what rains on that parade is is the the misguided reboot and and the heavy hand they took in uh, in, in uh, the third chat in Spider-Man three. And throughout almost every article that I've read online, like Entertainment Weekly, uh, New York Times, etc., they all say we don't want another origin. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. Ca- I think Feige is smart enough to not do that. Or if he, I mean, Uncle Ben was shot. He got bit by a spider. Go. Well, that, that's what. <laughs> that's all you. Know. That's what. I think everyone. Happen. I think that's already been absorbed into the public consciousness yeah. by now. They well, and, and, gra- and I think that's granted, even what the Latino Review, um, if I've read, like, this was back months ago, when they were first, when Marvel and was first trying to negotiate with Sony, they didn't actually want to do another origin film for Spider-Man. They just wanted to get, they just want to have him get, get be Spider-Man, get the did? ground running. Marvel did it. Sony? The news that's out there right now is saying that we're not going to have another origin story. Right. The, the, yeah, the oh, latest God. news is that he's going to be in high school again. Yeah. And uh, here, let's let 
a couple more points. Let me uh, since the Spider-Man movie has been announced, it's going to be released on July 28, 2017. Several Marvel movies have been postponed, mm-hmm. uh, pushed back just a little bit. Uh, Thor three is going to be now on November third. Uh, also, Black Panther will be on November or July sixth, twenty eighteen. Uh, Captain Marvel on November 2nd, 2018, and The Inhumans on July 12th, 2019. And Spider-Man will allegedly appear in Avengers Infinity War Part 1 on May 4th, 2018, and Infinity War Part 2, May 3rd, 2019. So we're going to have, essentially, a Spider-Man movie once every year for the next three years, starting in 2017, which will be awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, don't you guys? Well, I mean, it depends on what uh, they do. Yeah. <laughs> depends on what they do. To I mean, if they stop, then no. Well, to, but, to, but, to, to Marvel's credit, I mean, when it comes to their when it comes to the films, they've been pretty they've been pretty respectful when it comes to their characters and stuff. Oh like no, that. yeah, they so, are. This is why yeah. Feige yeah. being involved is, is a huge boon. And, oh yeah, and absolutely. Makes me now. Now that being said. Watch me praise Kevin Feige, and then you know tomorrow comes the news they're casting Carly Cooper. <laughs> yeah, or I, still, I, I, you'll hear me commit. Bring I will commit Harry Carey on the podcast. Hello, <laughs> oh, okay, everybody. I will, I, will, I will commit the Japanese ritualistic suicide of seppuku. Wow. Now uh, another uh, topic uh, that uh, I wanted. I want. Another topic I wanted to uh, get everybody's opinion on. Uh, it's pretty much been reported that Variety is a source that pretty much Andrew Garfield is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do, go to JR. We haven't heard from him in a little bit. What do you think of uh, Andrew Garfield not coming back? Well, I, I, it's fine with me. I mean, really? the, the whole. I mean, the thing is, I, I think I think Sony realizes that they stunk the brand up. And uh, that they, they, you know, to have any credibility, to have people actually anticipating a Spider-Man film, they had to do something like this. Uh, you know, Andrew, Gar- no, I don't mind Garfield being gone, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I, he's one of the, the best things about the two pictures, I would think. Uh, which I, I, I think most people agree he was a good Gar- uh, good Garfield. He was a great <laughs> he was, cat. He was a fantastic <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> when he hated those Mondays, it was awesome. Uh <laughs> What do what the rest of you think? Are you sad that Garfield's not coming back? I thought he was a good uh, – what, what's the word I'm looking for? Where he, he was a spokesman for the character. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with great. that. I was actually impressed by um, – whenever he was Spider-Man, I wasn't too keen on his take on Peter Parker. But I think Andrew Garfield was actually a very, very good choice for the role. But I kind of understand <laughs> if, they, if Marvel and Sony are indeed trying to go back to a more uh, teenage – Spider-Man, they can't really rely on on the thirty-one-year-old guy. Yeah, the thirty. Well, he's going to be thirty. He would be thirty-three by the time the new Spider-Man movie comes out. One thing I don't understand: so, if, if if it's the Civil War storyline, mm-hmm. and I really don't see Spider-Man lifting his mask up at the end of Captain America three. No. But I would think that on in Civil War, you, it, it, you almost have to have an older Spider-Man. Well, they're not. Here's the thing, though: they're they're doing Civil War in name only, Brad. They've they've been yeah, very vocal so. that the Civil War they're going to do, it, it's like the Age of Ultron. All that really they have in common with the comic you know counterparts is the name, is Cap versus Iron Man. Is what it is <laughs> pretty, pretty much yeah. What were you and actually? Also, were you were you trying to say something a minute ago? Oh no, I was just I I was gonna I, I was just making a I don't know go St. Hall when <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to say something about Garfield. 
But, you know, the thing about uh, Tobey Maguire and Garfield, here's my opinion. I think a lot of share with it. I think Tobey was a better Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and I think Garfield was a better Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I wish we had an actor like Christopher Reeve who was good at both. He was great as uh, Clark Kent. Too soon, and he was Brad, great, too soon. <laughs> he was great as Superman. Mm-hmm. That We need an actor that can pull them both off. We need somebody that's a little nerdy I, and a little extroverted. And can do it at the drop of a hat or the mm-hmm. drop of a mask. I feel like you know? I, I like Garfield a lot. What, Zach? I'm sorry. Isn't that partially the script, though? Because I think if Garfield had been given the material where he could have played more of a nerd, I think he probably would have done better. Well, Toby cannot okay. de- deliver the the snark. I mean, you mm-hmm. you look at Spider-Man mm-hmm. One, and when he yells uh, "Let her go, Gobby," the, the yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's a terrible delivery of that line. You look at Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, what were you going to say? Oh, just um, I I like Garfield well enough. I just feel like you were saying he was a great Spider Man. I I still feel it was the other way around. He was a better Peter Parker than Spider Man. But I feel like he could just there. There wasn't. He didn't bring the energy that I expect from Spider Man. Really, I think there's an improvement between um. And, and two, compared to one, I, I feel like he he'd settled into the role a little more comfortably. But yeah. just in the first movie, it just seemed like he was still did adjusting. You, did you prefer McGuire's Spider-Man? Absolutely over, uh, not. Okay. Another thing, Brad, to consider yeah. is the fact that Garfield has, has been public in saying if he was going to come back for Spider-Man, he was only going to do it for one more movie. He oh, has yeah. said that before, and now <clears throat> the direction they're going in, they need somebody who's going to be able to to be available. This this guy's going to have to sign a ten picture deal. Oh, yeah, like this guy's going to have to be like Sam, yeah. Sam Jackson did. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going yeah, to yeah, want this guy to be Spider Man for the next five to ten years, and, I and, and that's not Garfield. I mean, that that's why that's one reason they're starting over is they want this guy. They want a Spider Man for for the next several years. Well, the, and you know we've talked about this on the show. Where can that character go after Gwen Stacy's death? He's not going to have any well, chemistry. Well, Brad, wait, move on to Jane. the next love interest. Go back to yeah. It's time to go back to Mary Jane. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that uh, it's time to go back to Mary Jane. No, I'm Hire saying that actress. Garfield Garfield would not have the same chemistry. I don't think with whoever was cast as Mary Jane as he did with Emma Stone. Unless they yeah. cast Emma Stone. Well, that's that was, that's one of the dumbest rumors I've ever heard. We're, we're going to color her hair red. And we're just gonna, that was one of the dumbest Spider-Man movies. I you mean, would have had dumb- the chemistry that you can't shut up about. I know they have the chemistry, but casting the same actress just color her hair. You're not going to get any other chemistry with it somebody. It could just digitally not- alter her face. You you all bitched about the electro. I can't imagine what you'd bitch about with that thing. No, I think they, I think most of us would have agreed not to notice. That was kind of my opinion. Fire <laughs> <laughs> hair red, yeah. and we'll all agree not to notice. Well, Emma Stone would have been a great Mary Jane. Hey, too. and then we could have got just a great actress. And we could have gone for the trifecta and have her dye her hair white, and she could play the black cat also. Oh, <laughs> and, and then she could. <laughs> not <on my> <laughs> And then she could play Gwen's daughter. No, 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 we're getting crazy. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go there. Right, let's, let's tighten. Let's focus. Yeah. No, I, yeah okay. The thing is, is going down the actor scene. The the actors that they I've been hearing seeing bandied about that they're considering for the role is Dylan O'Brien, who was Absolutely. in the Maze Runner, and Logan Lerman from the Percy Jackson series. If I remember correctly, Logan was up for the role, and Andrew Garfield won it. Hmm. Okay. 
if I remember my casting history, because he was one of the names being thrown out. Right. I think I even think that kid auditioned. At I one bet point. it's somebody we've never heard of. I, I bet it's good because here's the thing: Lerman right now is probably angling with all the oh, we want Logan, you know, with the public saying Logan Lerman, look, he's angling that, you know, and Marvel's going to be like, okay, well maybe this much money, and he's going to be like, no, how about this much money, and they're going to be like, okay, maybe Dylan Bryan is uh, O'Brien is available. <laughs> There's also on the uh, if you look on Twitter and other places, um, a call a, a people a call for um, what's it, Donald Glover. To come in, but not as oh, Peter Parker. He's thirty-one. So he's safe. I know. Andrew Garfield. He doesn't even know. want to do it, really. <laughs> that is, is a very everyone good else topic. throwing his name in there, like, oh, right. Donald Glover will be a great Spider-Man. Like he didn't Let, actually even want to do it. Right. Let's discuss that. A lot of websites, Hollywood Reporter, Variety, etc., have been saying, well, Marvel needs to make up their their minds if they want Peter Parker or Miles Morales. I bet Kevin Feige's already made up his damn mind. <laughs> it's Peter Parker. <laughs> it's Peter Parker. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you guys think of that debate? It's Absolutely silly. not. Yeah, no. it's a silly it's, debate. It's not going to happen. We're it's talking about happen, at least not yet. But. We're talking about Spider-Man coming back to his home universe, to what should be his home cinematic universe. This should absolutely be Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker, in my opinion, should have the the first chance to meet Iron Man, to meet Captain America, to meet the Hulk. And you know, after he's been in that universe a little bit, I think it'd be okay to maybe do a Miles Morales movie or maybe a Miles Morales television show or Netflix Miles Morales show. I think that I, I'd sign up for yeah, that. I think that'd be cool. I, I would be all on board. I would be first in line for a Miles Morales Spider Man movie. But they can't if they just shoehorn him in to what should be Peter's story, you know, Peter's events and an attempt to just, I don't know, for, for diversity, you know, to have the black Spider-Man, it would be such a slap in his face to his character. Because, I, I don't know, Miles, I, we can all agree, Miles is deserves better than that. He's, mm-hmm. no, he's an awesome character, and I love what they've done with him. So to just shoehorn, shoehorn him in would just be... I, and I think Miles little. works best as a legacy character. I think we talked yeah. about this maybe in a podcast I haven't released yet, but uh, I, I think he works better as a person that replaced Spider-Man, and he's living on the legacy of the character the other, than he does And the other point is, the other point is if, you introduce My, if, you make My, if you introduce Miles Morales as the new Spider-Man, you have to do Yet another origin story, which exactly. is the very thing oh. you're trying to avoid with yeah. this. Yeah. <clears throat> There's another bite. I'm yeah. beaten to death with Spider Origins. Here. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, they could do what they did in the Incredible Hulk movie. When, that's what in I the think they're going to do. I that's, think that's, that's, the, yeah, that'd be the smart play. Doing, yeah. In the opening credits, he was hit by a gamma bomb or something like that. Actually, Hulk was never hit by a gamma bomb in any of the movies. He didn't throw Rick Jones into the pit, ever. <laughs> no, I want my throwing in the pit origin. No, I don't. I don't want another origin. <laughs> you know, origin. another thing, and I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. Now that this has been done, I don't know that Fox doesn't turn around and try to do the same kind of deal. Uh, with no, the they, X-Men. They, why? Well, why would they with the X Men? They're they're to make more money. That. Well, they're, they're you're they telling me that with, the X Men movies couldn't benefit from being part of the Marvel universe. They don't actually at this point that X Men, thanks to Days of Future Past, they pretty much revitalized that thing. Now they could they do have. it with Fantastic Four. But if, if but if they also get a chance to have you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you could have that kind of deal. We could have Spider-Man crossover into there. Maybe they and Spider-Man could appear in a Marvel movie. That see, that's mm-hmm. something to consider. Now mm-hmm. you can, it's too late for Fantastic Four. They've already screwed that all up. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but but it's it's not too late with with the X-Men. You know, I mean, you're you're Someone, telling me how much money do you think it would make if you had Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and you had all the Avengers, you had Spider-Man. Oh, you're yeah. going to tell me that wouldn't make insane money? 
oh, crazy yeah. money. Right. That I think I saw a quote from Hugh Jackman. He was like excited. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that too. Dude, yeah. you okay? Hugh Jackman. I think he's got one more. Uh, I think he's got one more film left in there. Maybe two. Uh, Wolverine and uh, the Wolverine three and. Oh, is he getting too yeah. old? He'll do this. Until, he'll do this as long as they pay him. Exactly. Dude, yeah, he, he would he, even like he would be like, I will, I will do all the all the martial arts working out in the world to be in the Avengers. He looks better me? now than he did in two thousand. He loves doing this. Yeah. yeah, he. he, he yeah. How much would how much would the internet break at, at the after credit scene? Spider Man, played by whoever, and Hugh Jackman are just hanging out. And he's lighting. Oh, he not, lights up a cigar. Lights a cigar. A, a bum. This is why I'm you ready saying. To go fight Thanos. I mean, that would this, just break the. Internet. This is why I'm saying, don't be surprised if a similar thing happens with Fox. At least as far as the X. Marvel is not going to mm-hmm. touch the Fantastic. Marvel's waiting for the Fantastic Four thing to fail on its own, and then they'll try to make a move for that afterward. Yeah, but right. I would not be, and, and maybe that's part of the deal, you know, to get uh, to get in bed with Fox. I don't know, but let's bring this all together in a big old happy mishmash. No doubt. And if they no. could get it done before Avengers three, uh, how insane would that be to have it all? Break the internet. Oh, it would. It would. It would. All mankind would lose their shit. Up. A couple I mean, more topics before we hit the message board questions. A couple other pieces of news that came out with this. Uh, the Sinister Six movie's been delayed. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> or, or possibly Thank done. Thank God. Um, here's a question <laughs> for you. What what uh, do you want the new solo Spider-Man movie to focus on? Do you want a Sinister Six no. Spider-Man fight? I don't... I, I mean, it's time to move on to something else. They can't go back to the Green Goblin. They they destroyed that already, right, JR? No, but they're but they're think they're the, the the rumor is they're thinking that they're trying to make Norman Osborn to be the Lex Luthor or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, now see, I yeah. saw a question on the message board about that. Where where is this rumor? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know that either. I think some. I think I. Uh, no, I, I don't believe. I won't believe it until I read it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm, you I know, read uh, that anywhere. Th- no. Th- this uh, news is interesting in the fact that I suspect J.K. Simmons has been approached to maybe be like a newscaster in one of the movies, <laughs> like in, in Captain America. Maybe he's on the background, or maybe in the Avengers, he's telling that uh, New uh, New York City is being destroyed. How cool would it be to see J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson oh, throughout awesome. these awesome. through movies? If he could yeah, be the one be awesome. thing that like helps to tie everything, all that. He's suddenly that's he's that. the Phil Colson of the new exactly. and exactly. Marvel that's universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How cool! Because he's universally loved as Jameson. You're not going to get a better oh, actor, no. and the, this actor wants to do. We it. live in a world so, where we 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 managed to get through one James Bond reboot where they carried over the old M. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you know, uh, another thing is, I was thinking about this this show tonight. You know how Mister Mister Slot and, and and Marvel etc. always say the fans demanded it. The fans demanded Silk have. <laughs> An ongoing series. The fans demanded Spider Verse with lack of plotting. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, but you know what? This is a legitimate instance where the fans did demand it. Mm-hmm. Demanded it. They demanded that they want Spider Man in the Avengers and the Marvel Universe in, on cinema, and it happened. As they say, it's bigger than the both of us. There that, you that's go. what I think Disney and uh, I mean th- had to, this had to make Sony see. <laughs> this is an example of the fans literally did demand it. Mm-hmm. Now JR and the studios listen. Hey JR, yeah. I'm sorry, Brad. I didn't mean to. Except, oh, I was done. I just remembered uh, recently on one of our podcasts. You even you uh, said, and this stuck in my mind. You were like, I don't want Spider-Man crossing over into Marvel stuff. How do you feel about that now? 
Oh, well, that's true. You did, yeah. Well, I yeah, I kind of thought yeah, I, I was going. I figured that question was going to come up. I I don't really see. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I, obviously, if it happens, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to pay my money. My boy's going to want to go, and we'll probably have a blast. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here griping about it, okay. but I, you know, I mean, I I just. The, to me, the whole thing about the Marvel Universe falls apart because it's like I was – well, it's like I was – you know, because Spencer's been talking about this all the time, you know. I mean, he's like, hey, Dad, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, is he excited said, about it? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay. Awesome. So it's like – but I said, Spencer, come on. I mean, think about it. The Marvel Universe if – they, if they literally do the Marvel Universe on film, every time there's a purse snatcher, three superheroes are going to descend on him. And then the three <laughs> superheroes are going to fight to see who gets to beat up the purse snatcher. I don't, I said, I don't Mar- see Thor or Hulk – Joining in on a purse snatching. No, 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 no. It did, I'm not even talking about it, but just when you throw in all the Avengers, you know, and I mean, they keep, yeah. you know, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, all these guys. But, you know, the thing is, the Marvel Universe collapses under its own weight. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, and I, I really like the idea of Spider-Man being the loner, you know, being the lone hero of his particular universe, you know, being the, you know, being whatever it is, you know, that keeps the barbarians at bay. Um Hey, but I'm not going to bitch and moan about this. But I mean, no, I I I, just, I do prefer a, a, a Spider-Man in his own universe. Do you, do you think that's why you don't like Secret Wars? Because that's Spider-Man well, and the bigger team. That's a whole different can of worms. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. Let's not. Get into that. But, <laughs> um, but okay, no, well, it, beyond beyond the Secret Wars story, just you know, Secret yeah. Wars was. I mean, it basically was a big toy commercial. You know, regardless of what you think. I mean, the, uh, yeah, it's yeah. In the Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet, he was just a minor this character. Is, yeah, this is Brad. You're talking about Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. It, Infinity Gauntlet. And it's, yeah. and it's that reason, Brad and Jr. This is why I'm telling you that I think it's going to be okay. I don't think that Spider-Man is going to join the Avengers. I don't think there's yeah, enough time. Fine. I don't think there's. He's, a, a, he's just going to hop in and say, "Oh, I need to help fight this fight." Well, there's not enough time. Avengers Two is is in the can. It's coming out in just a right. couple of in just a couple of months. The, the next one after that, there's not going to be another Avengers movie after that until the Infinity War. I think Spider Man's just going to be a free agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, they're still going to have him in high school. Yeah. So right. uh, and, 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 and that's the other thing too. By keeping him in, uh, one point I saw um, that was actually a good one. I forget where that by actually keeping that in this case by actually having him be a high school student, it actually emphasizes his loner and outsider status because all the rest of the Avengers they're all adults. And even if you look at the Netflix shows, they're all kind of adults there. And so he would be the only kind of real teenage superhero in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so that kind of feels like he's so he's kind of like that kind of emphasizes the idea that he doesn't really okay where do I exactly kind of fit in kind of thing. So and this that, is yeah, and that yeah. that again is why I don't think he's going to be an Avenger. I think he'll be yeah. there. Mm, oh, yeah. alongside them, but I don't think you'll be right. one of them. Is that acceptable, Jr.? Is, is that a good? Is that a good <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, do we have the Jr. I seal? Was ta- I was telling Amy, you know, I was kind of giving her, <laughs> giving her, giving her my demands. No, I, I, I just was saying, you know, it's. I'm not against this. I'm not against this. I just, I, I just, it's not something that I openly covet. You know, saying, oh, that would be the greatest thing because I just prefer. My Spider-Man to be the solo hero in his universe, but the, here's the thing, and, I, and since you brought the youth thing up, this is the only time that Spider-Man as a youth works. That's if right. he is the youth in the in in the 60s and the 70s, even you know the early 70s when Peter Parker was in college and high school, yes, 
Spider-Man being young meant something in the universe. He was the rebel. He was the hothead. He was, you know, the kid who didn't listen, who stormed in and, and you know, and, and, you know, didn't always think things out. But, you know, for Tom Brevoort now to say that Spider-Man is about youth when you've had young Avengers, young mutants, young X-Men, young Patriots, young this, young that. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, if Spider-Man has to be young. No, that ship has sailed. You know, Spider-Man is not about youth when Marvel dilutes the brand so much that it has a zillion teenage heroes. That, you know, that's an utterly stupid thing to say, then, that Spider-Man's about youth. However, in the cinematic universe... It definitely works. It That's definitely right. works. Yeah. Um, but I heard, yeah. like, Infinity War 1 might be, again, you know, it's like we all hear shit, you know. But, like, yeah. whatever happens in, like, Thor, Ragnarok, and, and Captain America's Civil War is going to like, knock the old Avengers for a loop. And basically what's going to happen, again, who knows if this is true or not, that Infinity War 1 is Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange saying, holy shit. We're the we're all that's left, you know. Right. And the and then the then the Avengers themselves come back in part two and you know say mm-hmm. so. But yeah. it, that's what I've heard. So. The thought that yeah. I could see Doctor Strange and Spider Man in the same movie makes me tingly. Right? <laughs> Spider sensey tingling. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our message board questions. I put up on Facebook uh, that uh, I needed these quick, and boy did people come through. So I appreciate that. Serial lover from Santa Ana, California, has a question for the panel. Uh, we kind of hit on this a little bit. Would you like to see a teenage Peter Parker in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or an adult? Does anybody want him to be an adult? I wouldn't mind it if if they decide to go that way. But I yeah, I'd, I, I'm 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 tired of the high school angle. I mean, if, if he's a the young thing adult, is, yeah. The thing is, he needs to be younger than Cap and Iron Man. Yeah, is what I think. He yeah, needs to be in college. To me, yeah, yeah I think it's a college. college. College is fine. College yeah, age would be perfect. So a, tw- a 20-year-old well, Spider-Man as opposed to a 15? Yeah, like someone who's like, yeah. say, 23, 24. Okay. Well, no, but the <laughs> thing is, though, if Spider-Man's going to be young, this is the thing This is the thing that, gr- that bothered me about Garfield's casting. Because, you know, but it's like if you, if you say you're going to have a young Spider-Man, cast a kid. Right. This is what I'm yeah. saying. Cast a 16 or 17 year old boy as Spider-Man. If right. that's the point you want to make, don't don't cast you know somebody who looks as old as Chris Evans or whatever. <laughs> you know, saying, "Hey, I've looked up to you since I was you know five years old." And it's like, right? You don't you don't want another si- the Beverly Hills 90210 incident. We had people at high schoolers were in their 40s. Balding. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, you want Ser- if you want to emphasize that angle, cast a real high school kid. I mean, you know. Mm. Serial Lover also says, how would you integrate Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He'd have to explain why Spidey wasn't there in the Battle of New York in the first Avengers movie. Unless he wasn't Spider-Man yet. Mm. That's right. I think, most importantly, they need to show a Spider-Man who's already established as a hero. They need to show that he's, you know, able to hold his own in a fight, especially since they're, you know, saddling up to fight Thanos and all the crap that comes with that. If he's still having trouble, you know, having these big showdowns with Electro and Rhino, then he's clearly not ready to really take down anything on a, on a galactic level. Right. So they need to show someone uh, who's, you know, more knows how to do, knows how to work. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's been at it for a while, yeah. Well, if he, but if they are going to introduce him into Civil, in Captain America Civil War, that could be the angle that they could be going with, is the fact that maybe Spider-Man, that for Cap, the Caps thinks that Spidey you know, while he likes him, that he is too inexperienced, that he's not quite up to the level of being an Avenger yet, and then that could be that could be something they could. Toy and maybe around. the two of them differ on how to get him there. 
Yeah. 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 Ooh. Locked, locked down from Illinois, our buddy Ryan says, with Spider-Man now free to join the rest of the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe, who else from Spider-Man's world would perfectly fit in, in with the fi- film franchise? I'm talking about how they use Pepper Potts in the first Avengers and with the apparent appearance of Black Panther's sister, Shuri, showing up in Age of Ultron. Who would fit perfectly with Spider-Man's <laughs> role in future films? Aside <laughs> May. Black Hat. <laughs> Mary Jane. Mary Jane, yeah. Maybe. Mary Jane. He needs to try <laughs> You guess. <laughs> um, well, I, I think told, that'd be. Uh, Pepper would United, be a great, great use uh, for Tony. I think Mary Jane would be. A, he's fighting for Pepper. You know, he's he's launching that missile into the. <laughs> the he certainly uh, is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> damn, Brad. Launching the the missile into the black hole. <laughs> well, that yeah, sound there, there, exactly. Uh, that doesn't work actually, either. Yeah. Actually, you know what? With this with this thing, they could do with if they did still want to go with do ahead of with the Sinister Six, they could kind of make them to be like the anti Avengers sort of with this mm-hmm. if for, for crossover purposes. Question. I mean, have like, like Mysterio and yes, my Mysterio and Doc Ock and everything. Or if you really wanted to go lowball, like I mentioned, I think um, I mentioned one suggestion I saw: do a Superior Foes of Spider-Man Netflix series. I'm game for that. Somebody, yeah. somebody on our board. This is just a side note, but you know the uh, the Ravencroft Asylum kids, Brad. Yeah. One of the, I was in their thread today, and one of them said that. Uh, they want Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad to play Shocker, and I was like, I, <laughs> I read that, and I was like, awesome. I was like, yeah, I could see that. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would. Uh, uh, what's his line Breaking Bad all the time? Huh? What, what's Aaron Paul's line? Bitches, science, bitch, and science, science. bitches, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bitches. Okay, so. uh, oh, what, Zach? Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, we're talking about characters from the Marvel Universe crossing over into Spider-Man or vice versa. How about the Kingpin from the Daredevil yes. Netflix? Please, oh my god, yes. Yes. If you could get, oh my god, if you put Spidey and Daredevil fighting Kingpin, and if they somehow found a way to make that work. Oh you have to stop, I'm actually getting excited. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Luke Cage and Daredevil and and uh, Iron Fist in the Avengers. Luke Cage yelling out Sweet Christmas and Spider-Man leaps over his head at somebody. Oh, I would look just passed out Brad. I would lose my shit. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a shame that, that I was about to say we talk about actors reprising roles like J.K. Simmons doing J. Jonah Jameson. You know, it's really a shame Michael Clark Duncan passed away because I really, I really, I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Vincent D'Onofrio will make a great kingpin, but I mean, to me, I, I, I would have loved to see Michael Clark, Michael Clark Duncan continue to he play the a, kingpin. He was a good mm-hmm. kingpin. I would agree. Uh, as opposed to John Reese Davies from the Incredible oh, Hulk. Oh, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh. Uh, the other question from Lockdown, since the original Civil War story, it was about the heroes registering who they were and their secret identities and the dangers to the families the story it brought. Since Marvel has gone on record, that won't be a main factor for Captain America Civil War and more about the heroes left unchecked. How would Spider-Man fit in the scheme of things? Oh. Uh, Go ahead, Ashley. Suggestion. Since they're going for more of a high school angle, maybe they could, like, this would just be if they focused on any part of Spider-Man's story, but about what unmasking him would do to his, you know, his student life yeah. and they bring danger to his school. So then they wouldn't have to bring in all the all these different characters for the families and, you know, just, they don't have to drag all that into 
you know, everyone else in the Avengers and you just don't get this whole mishmash and everything gets tangled, that would keep it a little more, um, a little cleaner. Zipline, uh, location on Brad's list. First question, so any chance of getting Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Miles Morales, in some way, have the two or three coexist? Not yet. They got to establish yeah. two first. It's too soon yeah. to spin that off. If, if they, they would have, do Miles before they didn't. Miguel. They would. We're not. We're never going to see Miguel. Yeah, it would be great. That would be the coolest movie. Can you imagine like a Blade Runner universe with Spider Man and the get? Oh, that'd be so it would cool. be fantastic. But dude, we're we can barely get people to go see a Spider Man movie these days. Let alone, you know, <laughs> it, it took thirty years before Spider Man had a good spin off. In the fact of twenty ninety nine, and then and what twenty years later, Miles Morales. Yeah. Spider-Man needs to be around, at least in the cinema, for a while before you start spinning him off. And I, I, I think both of those characters would work great as a Netflix show. Both of them. Miles and 2099. 2099 almost yeah. seems like it would work like almost like a cartoon or something. I mean, it almost seems yeah. to you know, really, really bring the, the crazed, mm-hmm. sharp sci-fi into it, you know? I just think a TV show at this moment would be too expensive special effects for both mm-hmm. of those. But I think they'd work great on Netflix or whatever. Uh, other question, is it possible with Spider-Man's TV rights already in Marvel's possession to include him in a live-action show like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or to give him his own show and have it fit between the movies? Are those TV rights strictly or does the uh, cover live-action too? You can get more stories out with TV than with movies. I don't know what the contract says not, as far as live-action. You know what that makes me think of? That? I was like, that wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to see J. Jonah Jameson show up in S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> now, really I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of Spider-Man's villains show up as she, in Shield now because oh, really, yeah. Spider-Man. Oh God, that'd be awesome! Of the Marvel Universe, he's probably got the great, the, the most bench strength as far as villains are concerned. Well, I mean, who would they want to use that they don't want to blow on a movie? Like the Spot or the right. uh, does Jackal? Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Zach. Yeah. The foes. They can bring them in. W- would you like to see the Jackal on Shield? <laughs> There's all kinds like of stuff see, they could do. Like Hammerhead, they could like bring him in. I can't hear you, Zach. Hold the phone up to your mouth. Hold on. Okay, I, I would like to see Miles Warren, not necessarily Jackal. Yeah. I, why would they want to get get in all that cl- that clone crap though? <laughs> this season of Agents of Shield, clones. Zach would lose his shit on television. Yeah. Uh, number three. Three. So what's more exciting, this deal? Or the competition, such as Batman versus Superman, or the other superhero movies of 2016, which will take the prize for the biggest crossover. I'm going to say Spidey meets with if, the if you, if you work at Warner Brothers, the air was sucked out of the room. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, looking forward to Batman Superman. I'm though, looking man. forward to it, too, but this is... They, compared to the MCU, they just... No, they're... they're all over the place. If you had to pick one, I think people would definitely go with a Marvel movie over Batman versus Superman. Okay, especially after the America, Iron Man. It's got a proven Spider-Man track record of death. Whereas Man of Steel was pretty controversial. Yeah. What's right. that? A Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider Man in the same Marvel movie versus Superman and Batman. You can't go much bigger than that. So, yeah. Uh, number four, could this be the end of the Spider-Man solo movie tie-in games, or any other movie tie-in game for that matter? If you're a Spider-Man game fan, I would say this is colossal news. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's about to expand. I, 
I, or I don't see why it wouldn't, why you can't expand that. You know, now you're playing a Spider-Man game, but maybe in the Spider-Man game you have to help Captain America do something. Mm-hmm. Or Captain America right. shows up to help you do something. Or maybe, you know, uh, especially, you know, like if, if my ultimate dream comes true and they, they wind up getting in bed with Fox as well, suddenly you have, you know, uh, Cyclops. Or, well, well, before he was a douchebag, you know, or, the thing- or Colossus <laughs> showing up to help with something. Or he came up with Human Torch. <laughs> or Human Torch, well, yeah. The thing is, I don't think the video games have to play by those rules because there's already been a Spider-Man game with Wolverine in it. That's right. Yeah. That's true. You know. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, Brad. So, all well, right. Kind of, uh, he um, also says, on, on a side note, don't forget to thank North Korea for making this happen. <laughs> North Korea, and oddly <laughs> enough, James Franco. <laughs> James yeah. Franco and North Korea, thank you for this movie. So North Korea and Harry Osborn, the first. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Voror from Illinois. Anybody in particular you think would make a good director or to play Spider-Man? Hmm. As director, I mean, they keep I keep throwing Drew Goddard around. Did you see? Uh, didn't yeah. he, he did Cabin in the Woods, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Cabin in the Woods is movie. hysterical. Have you all seen that? Yeah, oh, I yeah. Have. yeah. It's... I think you need a good dramatic slash comedy director. What? What's 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 an example of a movie that's well, Ghostbusters <laughs> is a good comedy and and drama. Um, um, oh gosh, so what was the guy? Okay, who was it? I'm trying to remember the name escapes me. The guy who was slated to originally direct the Ant Man. Edgar, oh, Edgar Wright. Wright. Edgar Wright. Yeah, I don't Edgar think Wright. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's going to do it yeah. because I mean he kind of bridges with Marvel because of the Ant Man thing, but he would actually be ideal. But anybody got anybody that they want to be Spider Man? Hmm. I I don't know twenty year old actors enough to say yeah. I want this. I'm bad at this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, who do you think would work as a villain for the next Spider Man movie? Mysterio. I'm still I'm sticking with that mm. that one right off the bat because and in that way, if they wanted to, because of it, Mysterio's kind of being the master of illusions thing and his, his lucidatory stuff, they can do little flashbacks to how this version of Peter got his powers and or, you know what? stuff. Oh, that's good. Since yeah. since they're saying since you know, they're saying part of this deal is they're gonna try to get involve more Marvel characters in Sony stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he doesn't go up against the kingpin. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, if they brought in some of the crime lords and Stone, Hammerhead. Oh yeah. How oh, are they? Yeah. How are they going to avoid the temptation of doing Ock and Goblin again in the next Spider-Man reboot? Ock, they haven't destroyed the way they did with Green Goblin. No. Yeah. No. They can still they can still use Ock as kind of like being like if they really want if they're really dead set on doing a sinister six thing as, as like their leader or something like that I would but even I mean, be cool with them bringing back uh, Alfred Molina <laughs> I would too dude actually <laughs> if you think about it you don't need Norman for a sinister six movie no, right you don't. JR? No, I you mean, don't. No. would would you be cool with Ock getting the this the five of them together with Oh them? yeah that's that's classic yeah. sinister six you don't know I mean that would be great No Norman's not a team player I I don't no yeah. Norman's not a team player uh, no I, I could totally Doc I could Ock totally is, see him. Is this, Doc Ock is it's, it's classic Sinister Six. Yeah, I could totally see him substituting mm-hmm. one out to put Venom in. Maybe Sandman. Well, they'll put Black yeah. Cat in as a member of the Sinister Six. They oh, they that. need it. Yeah, yeah, they'll do that. that. Would work too. Oh, uh, they're not. They're not <laughs> waste time on a C-lister like Black Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would we swap out? I swap, here. <laughs> I'd swap out uh, Sandman for Venom, and who are we replacing no more Venom? With, we need to get past Venom. No. Who are we putting in for Black Cat? 
No, the, the, or taking out for Black Cat. No, no, no. They would put. They, I was saying they would put Black Cat in. They probably even put her in place of Craven. And they probably okay. and instead of so, putting Venom in place of Sandman, they could put in Rhino. There's nothing saying that Black or Cat something. has to be part of the Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah but you got to remember. But you got to remember though, if this is in Hollywood, you got to have at least a token female on the team. Oh, they call her, you know, token. She'd be terrible on a team, though. Oh, my God. I Unless they made it, like, she's intentionally screwing them over or playing exactly. in the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or how, how about we have the reg, re, original Sinister Six with Venom on it, and <laughs> Black Cat helps Spider-Man fight him. Yeah, I think there you go. Yeah. I, I oh, think that'd be yeah. better. Okay, do you think, uh, Vor, uh, his third question, do you think it would be a good movie to introduce characters such as Norman Osborn or Mary Jane without necessarily having them go immediately into the roles they're most known for, i.e., do the famous intro scene for Mary Jane but don't have her become the primary love interest or just introduce Norman without him, having him go out? Well, what the hell's the point then? I think it'd be okay to have Norman in the back before the mm-hmm. Goblin. Maybe maybe build him up a little bit. I don't think you need... I think I would rather have Mary Jane already established with Spider-Man as opposed to, oh, we're meeting for the first time. However, I do want Face It Tiger yeah. <laughs> on screen. Yeah. I do want that line. Hey, JR. Yep. And something Brad just said reminded me of this. You know, it's a scary possibility. I'm just going to put this out there. This is a nightmare scenario. <laughs> but if they do go with with Norman, if they decide to bring Norman back somewhere along the road, they might go with the ultimate Hulk clone fire uh, yeah, 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 jackassing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Then put them in uh, tidy whities <laughs> And, and no, the reason I, I, I say think, that is, huh? I'm sorry. I don't think anybody. I mean, you know, and of course, I'm the biggest original Green Goblin fan. I'm not anxious to see the Green Goblin in another movie. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing a well cast. Dark Rain, Norman Osborn type, mm-hmm. but I I certainly am not anxious to see a green the Green Goblin again. So uh, you know I, I would have Norman without being I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have the Goblin on the horizon. Frankly, what yeah. about other supporting characters like uh, let's say put like a Flash Thompson who's isn't just, just in there for like the one film and he actually gets more to do or say like actually, a uh, or say like say like another other kind of potential stuff like you put a Liz Allen in there. Or maybe a Randy Robinson, Robertson, or something. Well, getting, so to, the stuff's getting pretty crowded now. Yeah, that's true. But we I mean, start, yeah, we start but, branching off into speak, this many people. Yeah. Speaking of crowded, this is the, this is the last question. Is, do you think there's an easy way to answer the question of why Peter can't just ring another superhero in the area when he's in the serious jam? Would perhaps it be beneficial to move some of the Marvel Cinematic Universe superheroes beyond New York, despite how tight it to it most are? They've already well, been doing that, though. Yeah, they're all in New York, dude. Why can't but they I, just use the excuse they use in the comics that the Avengers are usually off, you know, and fighting some huge, you know, international conflict or, you know, they're uh, on space. Well, yeah, well, they're not home. <laughs> think, think of, well, that and the stuff that a lot of the stuff Spider-Man tackles is beneath Avengers radar or uh, most of it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I agree. Uh, that's why that's why you have Daredevil and that's why you have Luke Cage and Shang Chi mm-hmm. and Iron Fist and all those because there's uh, the Avengers can't be everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I, I, Brad, you were saying you, know, you were saying they're in New York, they're in New York. This next movie, the Avengers movie, they're all over the earth. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and they're going there way outside of New York. Doctor Strange will be in New York. <clears throat> we don't know where the Inhumans is going to be. Presumably, some of that is in New York. Carol is probably going to be in New York, but Carol may be in space for all we know. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, what else is there? Guardians of the Galaxy is in space. 
Uh, but even even with the Avengers, you know, I mean, Iron Man is in New York, but well, technically, uh, Iron Man actually lives, lives out in the uh, in uh, the West Coast. Yeah, but he's okay. got he's got you know they have he's the got Avengers Star Tower and yeah. Avengers Tower in, in New and, York. Yeah, you're but right. he yeah, but you're right. I mean, he's he's in more than one spot. You know, you got Thor mainly in Asgard. So you know, I I I don't think it's 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 a problem with crowding New York up. No, uh, I've got some. Um, Go ahead, Zach. Real quick, uh, I was going to jump in and say, Tony is now in, in New York because at the end of event, uh, Iron Man 3, remember, he lost his house. Oh, he's lost his house. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. 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 So he's not but now company, but, his, but his company's still out there, though. Yes, yeah. I, but I think he's moving more to, towards New York to set up for Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. And I've got some bad news, gang. Uh, I did not win the Powerball. I just checked my numbers. Oh. I did not win $500 million. I'm so sad. So what? I went and looked up those Spider-Man-themed seat covers for you for, for nothing. I, okay. <laughs> I had pictures and everything. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> expecting my back there. What changes to the podcast would happen if you had won $500 million? Shit would get real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have to make pizza anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Puny Parker uh, location. Dan Slot's list. Uh, it's a nice list. We're all on it. But uh, to Master George. Wow. Hey. My second favorite Marvel superhero is Daredevil. You know the famous man with a single fear. And recent reports say the Kingpin Wait a is up I, for a I villain. I thought he was the man without fear. Without I must without spoke. a He's single a famous fear. man without a single there fear. And recent. Reports say that Kingpin is up for a villain role in the new Marvel Spidey reboot. So it's where did that come from? I haven't I heard, haven't that, heard that either. So it seems that Spider-Man and Daredevil will be sharing him. Do you think it's a good idea, all in all, or do you, or you think that they should move with someone who's 100 percent a Spider-Man villain like Craven Lizard or the Almighty Stegron? I consider I consider Kingpin to to be in that group. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, he is Daredevil's arch enemy too. But before he was Daredevil's arch enemy, he he had some kick ass fights with Spider Man. He has yeah. kicked Spider Man's ass before. So I mean, Daredevil kind of. I mean, the, when did that start? I guess with Frank Miller. Yeah, in the seventies. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. it wasn't the seventies. It was the eighties. Oh, it was the eighties. Yep. Okay. You know, uh, so I mean, before before Kingpin, Daredevil was concerned with guys like Stiltman and the Owl. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't see where that would be a problem at all. I mean, that would be huge. And, and yes, I mean, now you, you mentioned Stegron. We're never going to see Stegron in a movie because, no, <laughs> you know, the, the budget would be too too crazy. What if they had, like, a little <laughs> reference, like you see, like, a little a mug or something in a shop and it has Stegron on it? Or you know a what I want? Google headline about Dinosaur Man rampages through... through uh, oh, that, like, like a headline on the Daily Bugle yeah. wall. Or what I want like now is I want somebody to do a mashup as soon as Jurassic World comes out on Blu-ray. I want somebody to do like some kind of mashup where it's like Spider-Man and the Savage Land. And, and maybe you have like Stegron doing voiceover or something. I want, that to, I want a fan-made Stegron mashup. Wow. Web Century from uh, Stoke-on-Trent, England. Uh, what would you like the new films to focus on, focus up on to differentiate them from the previous films? Any storylines you want? A lot of have talked about they don't want the love interest in there, they don't want the love story, and they don't want an origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, we've seen that for five films. Make it more of like a, uh, if they can do something like maybe like a game war type scenario, like a, like actually do focus more on like you know the street level crime stuff. With this, with some occasional like super, you know, do super villainy stuff in there because they don't. I'm not sure if they really kind of done done too much of that. Or 
Um, if they really wanted to, they could try to maybe do a variation on, say, some classic Spider-Man stories of, um, you know, because there's enough there to kind of pull from. If they hadn't already beaten this shit with his parents into the damn ground. Oh, I know. And the rebooted movies, they could come back around to the whole, to the whole Hydra thing in the Red Skull. Mm-hmm. Him finding out what happened to his parents. We've That's missed the right. boat on that, no, because, because <laughs> yeah. they, they've already beaten that to death. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what's tragic about those two, the amazing movies ending after two? Mm-hmm. We never had Uncle Ben say, with great power comes great responsibility. And he never found his Uncle Ben's killer. That's right, you know? yeah. If they're going, if they, I mean, however he did in the video game, yeah, but that, just, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. You know, what you, you know what you could have on Agents of Shield? You could have them find some hidden files or something like that, or some kind of classified thing where where they where they discover shit that Peter's parents did. Well, yeah. well what, what about I'm what done about with the parents, ad- man. What about no, an adaptation of Craven's Last Hunt? Here's the thing, though, Brett. If they did it with Agents of Shield, they could just say Richard and Mary Parker. Fans would know they don't even have. To bring Spider-Man up. Yeah. I'm just kind of done. Uh, Eddie, 3429, location in Australia. G'day, crawlers. I love that. <laughs> My question is, what do you think this means for Sony's spinoff films? The Black Cat film, the Venom film, the Aunt May film. Oh, the glass healing stuff. and The, the Sinister <laughs> Six film. Is any, the Venom film, any of that happening? I could still see a Black Cat movie happening. I, I don't think a Sinister Six movie is going to happen. I well, see a Venom film before anything. Well, the vet, yeah, they could try. I mean, I guess they're still thinking that maybe that's a possibility to have some of this stuff. Because I mean, because Sony still wants to do some of this stuff for more, just not just do Spider-Man films, but it's just that they they now kind of if they're going to do like say a, a a Black Cat film, they can tie it in more with the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something. Do you think Kevin Feige's cool with spin-off Spider-Man films? Well, the other thing is too. Well. He might. The other thing they could actually do is, which we haven't talked about yet, they could do a they could do a plot. They could do a Spider Man, Spider Woman film now with Jessica Drew. The thing is, with uh, Fe- Feige, Feige has not made a War Machine movie. No. He's not made. Uh, well, that's the thing, though, Brad. The uh, Warriors Three I, movie. The minute from, the minute Downey Jr. says, "I'm not going to do these anymore. I've done enough," then suddenly Don Cheadle is going to be all over the place. mm Hmm. As the new Iron Man, that's that's the why he's yep. there. I, I don't see that. And it's just, I, see, I see them recasting Tony Stark before they do that. No, no, I don't. I think that's the entire reason that they've set Rhodey up as as a War Machine is so that he can start doing it after after Downey exits. I don't I don't see that. But I just, um, um, you were talking about Feige. I I think Feige, Feige. I think Feige. Um, if Foggy's in the Daredevil, if he, you know, <laughs> if he knows his stuff, and, and God knows he does, needs to pull Sony aside and said, "Stop diluting the brand." Yes. Stop mm-hmm. it with no no clone movies. Sorry, sorry, Zach. No no more <laughs> symbiote stuff. It needs to be, focus on Spider Man. You have a Spider Man focused on him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, if uh, Eddie also asked if we are rebooting Spider Man, I would personally would love to see them reboot. Sinister Six movie to be more superior foes of Spider-Man and bases. Venom, I wouldn't mind seeing it be Agent Venom, maybe even tie in it with Guardians. No. Uh, make the female lead story Spider-Girl. Audiences can survive this many reboots. Uh, they can work this out. Cheers, mate. Hope I haven't taken too much of your time. Thank you, Eddie, for posting. Uh, Big Al from Edgeware. How much... 
Do you trust Marvel to handle Spider-Man and do him justice? Personally, their track record in comics and other media like Ultimate Spider-Man have given me little hope. Mm. Yeah, I can understand why. I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm waiting for the disappointing news to come down, and I know it's going to at some point. The, the news that, that's going to break one day, and I'm going to be like, oh, for F's sake. <laughs> you know, because that's what 40 years of spider fandom has done to me. I know there's always a moment coming where I'm going to say, oh. I, I have faith in their movies more than their cartoons and their comics. I have the same. Their, their movies rock. Mm-hmm. Their comics are hit and miss. Their animation is pretty much crap, with the exception of Avengers... What's the good word? The Earth Mightiest uh, Heroes. Yeah, that's the best one. And and Sony was in charge of spectacular um, Spider-Man, which yeah, was they epic. Were. Well, and I'll tell you right now, the uh, the other thing I'll say is that there is one variable that we're failing to to tie together, and that's What's Jeff Loeb. That? Jeff no. Loeb's in charge of the, of the television. The car- and that's cartoons. the cartoons. And I'm sorry, Agents of Shield's been very hit and miss, and that's. Part of the oh, reason why it's, second, it's second, Jeff Lopez. Second season has been very good. Yeah, it's been a lot better. We were talking yeah, Agents right. of Shield. I mean, the first season took half the season to get going, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll give Lope props for uh, Agents of Shield. That that was uh, that that season two. That whole thing yeah. with the uh, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hadn't seen it, but that whole thing that they just got done doing. Oh, that yeah, was, that, was, that awesome. was mighty. That was good. Yeah. Uh, do, Big Al's other question: Do you guys think that Sony's missteps with the franchise are due to their own incompetence? Yes. And well, let me finish. <laughs> and a misunderstanding of the series, yes. or merely uh, <laughs> desperation <laughs> to stay afloat and differentiate the Amazing Spider-Man films from the original trilogy. All of the above. Yeah. Well, I as, think they're. Yeah. yeah well, they're, 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 yeah, well, as evidence for that, I mean, look, the one guy that we haven't talked about yet who's out apparently is Aviarin. He's not out. I mean, he well, he's out. He's but he's not going to have the same level of no. influence control that he once did. Him over and, the him and yeah, him and Matt Tomlock. The whole thing with remember with uh, and I posted it on the front page. Uh, I think yesterday, uh, a year ago, Aviar, you know, when talking about the possibility of mixing Marvel and Sony, was like, well, well, there's nothing in there for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I was like, oh, you're a stupid idiot. And then, uh, you know, so, so yeah, that's one thing we didn't talk about in the news is that him and the other uh, guy who had been executive producer, uh, Matt Tolmack, uh, they're both been uh, shipped down – or no, they're both now executive producers, which I thought was bigger than – So oh. Stan Lee. Yeah. So so, so basically uh, what what the article that I, that I linked to said was they have absolutely no control. They're just there for the credit, and that's it. Well, yeah. ABA Red has a little bit of an axe to grind against Ike Perlmutter, doesn't he? Doesn't matter. They were business partners. Avi can get his check and shut the f up and go home. Jr. Let's yeah. play morning. Let's play Monday morning quarterback. What? What? Because I think the misstep was telling the origin again in Amazing Spider-Man One. What, in your opinion, would have been a better misstep? Handing off from a Spider-Man Three to Amazing Spider-Man One. What would have been a better thing to do instead of an origin story with the parents? Well, uh, I, I you know. The thing is, I don't think redoing the origin was necessarily the misstep. It was the way it was handled was a big misstep because no one wanted to see the parents. But I mean, I think Spider Man Two, Amazing Spider Man Two, was the misstep. I mean, I, the, to me, that was the real misstep. Mm-hmm. Uh, was how that was handled when they decided to turn that movie into a promotion for future movies instead of focus on focusing on making that one a good one to begin with. Um, yeah. So the, the way that first the, the way that first film did it with the parents, where they were just in the beginning, 
that was great. That was emotional. Like when 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 Spider Man's mom, like when Peter's mom is leaving. Yeah. That that hits you. That was a great moment. That's the last of the parents we needed to see. Yeah. Right. I think, uh, in my opinion, the, my least favorite thing of Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 are the villains for both of them. I didn't really care for the Lizard. I really didn't care for Electro at all. Lizard was 10,000 times better than Electro. He was better than Electro. And Electro was the main baddie, and I just didn't care for that. But I think that Garfield and the Emma Stone thing and the death of Gwen Stacy was epic. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I just think that's what takes it away from there. Uh, another big out question. Do you guys think it was wise to fire an actor as well-received and obviously enthusiastic as Andrew Garfield? I don't know that this was really a firing. Again, yeah, it is. Garfield, well, no, well, Garfield was only going to come back for, for one movie. Garfield was open about that. Really? Yes, Garfield said that before Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out. He said, I'm in this for one more, and then I think I'm done. Yeah. And they, didn't have, all- so they didn't have a choice. And don't forget also that Garfield he kind of he kind of slammed the Sony execs for their their interference of the film and everything because remember we talked about that on a previous yeah. podcast yeah. so that that probably that obviously did not do him any favors there when the when the reaction was negative to the uh, to the Spider Man film he made a lot of comments that made it sound like he was putting it all on the on the on the executives and them monkeying around with the script yep. Big Al has another question about who we want to see as Peter Parker and also another origin. We've kind of discussed that already. Aziz from uh, On Gotham's Gargoyles is where he's located. Do you think we might see a Miles Morales cameo? I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. What, is, cool he, with what that. is he, like six? Yeah. Aww. He's like, look, look Mom, there's Spider-Man. And, or like Spider-Man uh, comes down to the ground and, and from swinging and says, hey, kid, what's up? And maybe you have a nice little moment of a young Miles Morales. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's serving both camps, I think. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah, it would explode would, cuteness, but yeah. It would explode. Like, what What if we had, like, a Spider-Man 2 moment where he rescues uh, Miles from getting hit by a bus? If they want to do that to set up a transition later, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see Agent Venom joining the Guardians of the Galaxy? About, no. About as much as I would like to hear the following words from my doctor's mouth. Sorry, you have nut cancer. <laughs> wow. Wombat909 <laughs> from the United Kingdom. Which character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe do you most want to see Spider-Man interact with? Hulk Doc freaking smash, alright? Yeah, Doctor Strange. I, mm-hmm. I want Spider-Man and the Hulk to just have a little bitty fight, and I can just die on the theater floor. You could do a Spider-Hulk <laughs> movie, Brad. God, I know you could, and, 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 and I love people it. Would, they'd line up the, the, the two nights ahead of time. <laughs> I'll be the first... Uh, who said Doctor Strange? It was Dan Ashley. Ashley. Oh yeah. Uh, Mike, who do you want to see Spider-Man interact with most? Well, hmm, I'm trying to think what it would, would that be. Um, you probably could. I mean, I mean, I get, I'm trying to think all the possibilities here. I mean, I'd like the Hulk, the the Hulk angle. Um, Black Widow, maybe. Although that was one, or and then maybe Haw- and then Hawkeye or something, but. Uh, I, I would say Spider-Man Cap is good. Yeah, that would, yeah. Also, Iron yeah, it was Peter and Iron Man, and yeah. Peter and Tony Stark. Daredevil. They would, they Daredevil, would use Iron yeah. Man to introduce him. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of possibilities there. How about his best friend in the Marvel Universe, which we have to make a deal with Fox to make it happen, which is the that's, Human Torch. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen for a long time, man, because that uh, yeah. that, that franchise <laughs> is screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, oh, Jr. Who, who do you want to see Spider-Man interact with most? I, I think Zach. the Spidey Hulk film would be great. Yeah, well, oh, man. Uh, Zach, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Daredevil. 
Oh yeah. And okay. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking Iron Man. I want to see I want to see Robert Downey Jr. interact with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I or, think, what Ashley? I think they'd have some really fun jokes and some humor to uh, play off with with uh, Spider Man and Thor. Oh you're, yeah, that'd be you know, fun. being all over it's like, oh, so you're, you know, and, like, and because Thor is God like, so of Thunder. Let me get this right. <laughs> Those wasps real. Why do you have a hammer? Are you a carpenter? I mean, I just see the uh, mm-hmm. the quips. Uh, Wombat nine hundred nine. Do you think there's any way Marvel could have continued the Amazing Spider Man franchise to fit with their plans for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or did they have no choice but to start free for, at first? I think there's and some start- things that they've had to go back and, and adjust. But there are things that they can adjust, you know, since they're probably er- since they're so early on. The only thing- I think you could have Garfield c- continue if you wanted. I think you could. Well, they could have done like a, what they did with uh, try to or try to do with GI Joe after Rise of Cobra, in that it was sort I mean, of it was sort of, in that it was a sort of sequel, but you can kind of tell there was slightly different style to it and everything they did, and they kind of like oh well, well we well, don't talk about it too much, just kind of get the basics. GI Joe Retaliation was an apology movie. I know, yeah, it was, yeah. Was it good? I never it saw it. It was about 84 billion times better than the first one. If, yeah, you, if yeah. you like The Rock blowing shit up, it's a fantastic movie. Well, I wanted to see it because of Bruce Willis, because I like him. Bruce but... Willis is awesome in it. It is a, it is a fun movie. I, I will say that. As a G.I. Joe fan, I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. However, Bruce Willis really disappointed me with Die Hard 5. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I love all the Die Hard movies. Wolf Cipher. Three posts. I don't know where you're from, Wolf Cipher, but welcome to the boards. Mm-hmm. Anyone can answer this, but I'd like JR to, to do it. <laughs> this is for anyone, but I really want JR. <laughs> okay, this is all JR. It, it f- uh, feels as if Spider Man has gone from being the premier superhero in the Marvel Universe to being just a premier superhero in the Avengers Universe. Marvel has been more about the Avengers branding that, for years, the Avengers had far too much to do with even Spider-Man's side of things. From Spider-Man comics, where the Avengers show up constantly, to even his own cartoons, the entire basis of Ultimate Spider-Man from Episode 1 was Spider-Man being crafted by S.H.I.E.L.D. to be a better hero who could one day earn his right beside their Avengers. Do you think there's any way our web-slinging hero can still feel like his own character in his own franchise within at least the comics, if now he's going to be involved with the Disney Marvel's Avengers movie-verse? Well, the thing is, I, I think I think you are right, though, that Marvel is, um, I mean, particularly in the comic books, even before the Avengers, I mean, when the X-Men got hot, I mean, they Spider-Man was the premier character, and I, I think they just yeah. didn't know what to do. They just mishandled him. They just horribly and totally mishandled him. Um, and I, in the comics, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just too many, you know, too many of these guys wanted to live vicariously through Spider-Man, and so yep. you know he had to be 15 years old and screwing girls, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's you know because otherwise he's not Spider-Man. He's got to he's got to be young and fertile, and you know, you know, have it hanging in the wind, you know, or else we can't. <laughs> He's got to be able to score with that one chick that I didn't get to score with back in junior high. Exactly. And I'm still mad yeah. about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah. Now, as far as the movies, you know, that's that's. I mean, that's you know, ground zero. I mean, if you handle that right, you know, you, you cast the right actor and, and you get the right scripts and you write stories. There, there's no reason that they can't work. That it all can't work. Uh, but yeah, they've really they've they've really crapped on it in the uh, in the comic verse. And the cartoon verse with him. Oh, that, that was just—that's just stupid. I mean, that's the, the, that whole thing with Spider-Man, you know, signing up and you know, saluting Nick Fury, and I'm here to be your ultimate, your ultimate lap dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 
much. It's Michael Reed. Uh, has another question <laughs> for Jr. Jr. Hey. Rumors are that Norman Osborn's role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that of like Lex Luthor, where the people would see him as the Lord and Savior, while he would really be backstabbing, girlfriend sleeping, guy we all know and hate. So pretty much like his role in Dark Reign. Do you think this is the right thing to do with him? And if not, what role would you prefer Norman to have in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right. First of all, I haven't heard that rumor. So, But here, here's the thing. I'm not anxious to see Norman redone. Because if you don't get it right, and and I don't know, I, you know, it's... it's uh, you know, it's the same agita I have whenever I hear that the Green Goblin's coming back in the comics or whatever. I just, I just don't think a lot of writers understand that character. I don't think yeah. they understand that character. And if you miscast this character, get the wrong actor in there, or take the wrong approach, it's going to be terrible. I am not in a hurry to see Norman Osborn unless it is a, an extremely well cast, well played character. I, you know, I so. I think we need a little bit younger Norman than we had in Amazing Spider-Man 2, don't you think? He was 60 years old. Uh, yeah, Chris Cooper was too old. Chris Cooper was yeah. too old. Um, I mean, 20, 10 years ago, Chris Cooper would have been okay, I think, but I think he just looked really old. We have plans Front for you, Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, that's never going to be resolved either. Who was that guy? Oh, at damn. The, uh, oh, that's <laughs> right. It's the gentleman from the, the Adam and Troy Castro novels, but we don't even know who that is. Anyway, Do we care? It, it burns yeah. like herpes, Brad. It burns. We'll put a cream on it. Let's go to this next question. Uh, Frontier, a first-time poster. Hi, I'm Frontier, long-time lurker on the site, and have commented on a few articles and reviews, but this is my first forum post, so I'm happy you're doing that. Welcome aboard. Really happy to be here, and I love the podcast, so thank you very much. Uh, Here's the questions addressed to the entire panel. Number one, how would you feel about Spider-Man's rogues gallery or characters from his mythos popping up in other corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and separated from Spidey now that it's feasibly possible for that to happen, like having Sandman, Kraven, Electro turn up to menace the uh, agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like Absorbing Man or the Blizzard have in Season 2 rather than fighting Spider-Man himself. Well, you said uh, the yeah, we, we, the parents, George. I mean, uh, any anybody else that you, uh, Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery you'd see on Agents of Shield? Um, uh, I don't, yeah, nothing jumps Cra- out at me. I mean, Craven. No, no, Craven wouldn't work on Agents of Shield because Craven is a very personal thing with Spider-Man. Yeah, Craven. Craven. Uh, I mean, Craven doesn't go after like Daredevil. You know, Craven doesn't go after Captain America. Craven goes after one dude. We just talked about him. The gentleman would work. Someone that's been around since oh, World War II. Drop, drop the gentleman. The gentleman's, <laughs> the gentleman's a loser. Would drop anything that was in ASM two. No. Yes. God. Did you, yes. Do you read the trilogy of books? The gentleman's awesome. I, I am on Brad's side on that. The, the gentleman can be a potentially compelling villain. You, you like the, the like- Clone Saga? Hey, yeah. <laughs> With the, likelihood, the other question from Frontier, with the likelihood of Peter being back in high school, how would you feel about the new Spider-Man movie focusing more on that that aspect of Peter's life, and what would you like to see from it? I, I don't, I don't want to see a whole bunch of him at school again. We, we've covered that. We did that in the first We covered movie. it in all the other films. We, we covered him being in high school in the first movie. We covered him being in high school in, in both of the reboot movies. The fact, he's in high school. Okay, we get it. What's happening outside? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's do something yeah, new. I, I, college. Yeah, college. Please. Perfect. 
if as they, a follow up to the last, oh, go ahead, oh, Ashley. If, if they could pull from, um, if they were pulling from Spectacular Spider-Man using that as kind of their basis, then mm-hmm. go for it. Which is never a bad be, thing. Exactly. As a follow-up to the last question, do you think either Marvel and Sony will intend to keep Peter in high school for as long as yes. possible, rather than letting him grow up so as to maintain him as the face of youth in the MCU, much like Marvel tries so hard to do in the comics and to characters' detriment? Did y'all see the, what George said? Did y'all see the post I made today? Where, no. where when we, uh, we were, uh, I, I posted on the front page today about how they're saying they wanted to keep him in high school. Mm-hmm. And in the comments, you know... Somebody was like, why do they think they have to keep him in high school? And I was like, because clearly people can't relate to a college kid who has money issues, you know, yeah, which, which is ridiculous. But then I posted, I said, I guess Marvel's really going after that, uh, you know, that uh, young boy audience that they haven't managed to get with the Avengers. And then I posted all these kids' toys with the Avengers, <laughs> you know, like a little boy with- holding up Thor's hammer, you know, and all this other crap. Yeah. He doesn't need to be in high school. The fa- you, you can make you can put him in college, and he's he's one hundred percent as relatable as as he is in high school. Mm-hmm. With rumors of the romance element of Spider-Man being toned down for his movie, uh, how do you see the new movies handling Peter's love interest, and who do you expect to turn up? I really don't think you could ever bring Gwen back after that last one. Mm -hmm. Good. But I I can so see um, a Mary Jane again. Yeah. That, or they could I mean, do, really do. The, or the other thing, if they were if they're going to tone down the romance angle, they could have it so like he goes on like a date with one of his more lesser known love interests, and then he has to bail on her because of doing Spider Man stuff, and then she's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm never going to go out with you again," and that'll be it. Yeah. Like Carly Kane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or Sissy Iron Worthy yeah. If they yeah. w- if they want to do explore him being with Betty now since he's in high school, I'm cool with that too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Uh, I don't think Gwen would work because, like us comic fans, all the movie fans would be like, well, that, that blonde's going to die. They're never going to accept yeah. a Gwen that's not Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, they're not. And it'd be like JJJ yeah. a, a, a that's not J.K. Simmons. They kind of yeah. they uh, they yeah. struck gold the first they time. They burned their bridges with that with that last movie. Well, do you know who was almost uh, Jonah before J.K. Simmons? Who? Does anybody remember this? No. no. Oh, Burt Reynolds? Oh, really? <laughs> Speaking of Burt Reynolds, did y'all notice that I changed my avatar today on the message board? No. (laughs) What is it? Go and look at it. And for the first time in seven years, I have taken down my... my, Please don't do that. You you have to go look at it. Oh, oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's Burt Reynolds' remix. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and it's an animated Burt Reynolds, too. That's right. I was worried you were going to do the Cosmopolitan's nude spread. No, no. Oh, thank God. No. I would do Stan Lee, but not Burt Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Frontier, do you think St- Stegron will turn up somewhere? We kind of hit that. We, we do, hope yeah, so. Yeah, the budget's not big enough. I, you know what would know, be cool, though? Remember how we talked about, like, in a Spider-Man movie, how they, the best use of the lizard would have been, like, in the opening, like, 15 yeah. to 20 minutes of him, you know, like as a side fight to, just to get the action going, you know? Have that be Stegron now. Let him fight Stegron in an opening sequence. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, they did that. They bookend Amazing Spider-Man 2 with the Rhino, and that just didn't really... No, that didn't work. That didn't really work. I think the suit was a big thing. I didn't like that. That suit. and, you know, the, the character was so over the top. Her, yes. Herman Schultz, location, king of the world. Uh, to all, who do you personally think is the best... What do you personally think is the best opportunity for Spider-Man storyline-wise? 
that is now available due to him being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that wasn't beforehand. I was going to say Craven's Last Hunt, but I think that would be probably well, a no, bit, maybe a little bit on the darker side, though, for somebody like me. Well, technically, Sony could do that storyline yeah. without having... I think he's talking about, like, Civil War is a Spider-Man storyline that's now available. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. my first choice. New Avengers 1 is now available to him. Mm-hmm. Um, the best of both worlds, you make the Fox deal happen, and then you have Spider-Man kick the shit out of the X-Men on film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would, you could do, I would lose you my get, shit. You get the Fox deal going, we got Secret Wars, baby. Ugh. Uh, Spider-Man PR is our last uh, poster from Washington, D.C. By the way, he just barely got his questions, and I locked the thread, and, and as I was getting ready to post it, it said, oh, you've got a new post. So PR, J, Spidey PR just got this in real quick. Uh, for the whole crew, if you could slingshot the Enterprise, this sounds JR's, <laughs> JR's alley, if you could slingshot the Enterprise around the sun and go back in time, who is the perfect actor to play Peter Parker. J.R. first dibs. <laughs> news, news from 30 years ago. Here you go. Nicholas Hammond. What? What? You want, you want the 70s Spider-Man to be... <laughs> the, 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 the question is, I mean, is it, we, we were all joking, right? Okay, you know, that's part of the joke, Nicholas Hammond. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I remember someone talking about years ago, you know, a young John Cusack or something. But uh, okay. I, I've never, I've really never seen anybody that I thought was, God, that would be a good Peter Parker. I, nobody has nobody has ever really struck me as that. Mickey, uh, Mickey Rooney from the uh, Andy Hardy movie. <laughs> I remember people talking about Charlie Sheen years ago. I remember people talking about uh, Christian Slater yeah. back, no. back, when, oh, back when the ran off. Back when the if you seen to pump up the volume of what the Christian Slater in that, that's kind of he's Brad, kind of Peter Parker, Parker Brad, in that. The Flash. Back when the um, news, back when the news broke that Cameron was going to do a Spider-Man movie. Remember it broke in like the uh, the late eighties. Oh Leonardo yeah. They were, they were talking about DiCaprio, but another person that they were talking about back then was Cusack. Yeah, I remember. I remember the Cusack. I, are, you think say anything Cusack would work? Uh, yeah, he would have back then, not now. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. Cusack is better than Ed Cusack. I got. I got. I got. I got one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Grant Austin from the Flash TV show. Yeah, he actually kind of... Since they're basically I mean, just aping Peter Parker. <laughs> they were, which they are actually aping Spider-Man in that show, actually. I've stopped watching that, by the way. You don't like really? Flash? I, I liked it at first, uh, but then... Um, one of the reasons I stopped watching it was because uh, it started... To me, it was cle- clearly... you know They weren't doing Barry Allen. They were doing Peter Parker. Hmm. And um, second... Uh, from what I've heard, and I've got these DVR'd and I haven't watched them, but from everything I've heard, it's like uh, the Firestorm show now. A buddy of mine at work watches it, and he says, for a show about the fastest guy alive, the show's pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it could do more with um, a little bit less world building and more about building up Barry. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're trying to build too much world around him. It's that problem and, uh, that now, Bill had when they brought in Green Arrow, but that took him five years, yeah. not a season. Well, the thing is, uh, well, like, what the difficulty with that show is, as soon as they kind of resolve the who is Harrison Wells subplot thing, after this, it, you know, that's going to be, you know, what you're, what are you going to do afterwards? Because that's the thing that people are kind of, I think some a lot of people are tuned in for, like to figure out what's going on with that. So, but he also uh, Spider PR also asks uh, any 
perfect actresses or actors, actors or actresses that are no longer alive or young enough to play supporting characters or villains. Uh, Jr., you got a, a <laughs> goblin from years ago. Jack Nicholson, I think, could have played Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, who, George uh, about, George Sanders. Who's that? I don't know George Sanders. He was an old character actor. He was the voice of Shere Khan. Oh, in the jungle. If movie. I could, if yeah. I could he was one of the Mister Freezes in the nineteen sixty six Batman TV series too. Yeah. If I could what go about really, Clint, if I could, Clint, if I could go oh, go really far back and go back, if you go back to the forties, you can take the actor who inspired the Kingpin, which was Sidney Greenstreet. Hmm. As the, as the cane pen. What about what about Clint Eastwood in the seventies? What would he be? He'd be the Punisher. He should have been Nick Fury. <laughs> oh God, yes. that'd be awesome. That that'd be awesome. <laughs> what about J. Jonah Jameson? Would that work? No, no. J. Jonah Jameson has a whimsical side to him. Also, there's nothing like when you go back and you look at Eastwood in the seventies. There was nothing whimsical about him. Someone would get All shot. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was just going to show him to kill somebody. All right, here's the perfect one because she's based on this actress. Um, Mary Jane, played by Anne Margaret. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. yes. Yeah. That would I, and in fact, I think she was a lot of the basis for. for exactly, for that's that. what yeah. I was just referencing. Yeah. Romita allegedly uh, based Mary Jane on her in, I forget what that movie is. She was in an Elvis it's, movie. Oh, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas. Which I own on DVD. If you look at some 1960s pictures of Anne Margaret. You'll see some Mary Jane and her, boy. Yes. Oh, oh, by the way, if we're doing fantasy casting here, um, we can do, um, let's see, uh, let's see, what's his name? Um, Let's see, um, let's see. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh, I just blanked out on him. Oh, hold on. Um, The guy who said, you know, it's all, the guy who's saying all on the the watchtower as the hypno-hustler. Oh, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix. there you go. (laughs) You know what? what, what what's funny? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's funny about this is that back in when I was in film school, you know, when I went to college, I originally was a film major before I was a history guy. And a friend of mine back in the early '90s, my friend Chris and I sat down, and we cast Batman with an all 1940s cast, and we did it perfectly. And we, I, I, I never went to do it for uh, for uh, Spider-Man. Who was Who was Batman in 1940s? Ray Milland. I don't know who that exactly. is. Exactly. I, I, I can tell you that Charles Lawton was the penguin, and that Basil Rathbone was the, was our Joker, and that Fred Astaire was our Riddler, and that Ava Gardner was our Catwoman. And most of the people listening to this podcast are going to be like, huh? <laughs> I don't quite see Basil Rathbone as the Joker, though. Oh, dude. Dude. He's Sherlock. He's Sherlock. Have you looked at his, at his – just look at his face. Look at his physical features. <sighs> He's got that narrow, hawkish look. Look at his nose for crying out loud. He yeah, could... but he doesn't strike me as the. He doesn't strike me as being able to play that. But, but I've only seen Rathbone as Sherlock Holmes. So you, yeah, Rathbone so you haven't seen him in, in uh, you haven't seen I him in Captain Blood when he was the bad guy in Captain Blood. Just, you know, of Robin Hood, you know, someone who's yeah. absolutely maniacal or whatever. I don't know. I really see Rathbone as that. But he was, he was pretty. Do you have a Norman from history? A famous actor for Norman? Uh, no. No. Are you, who said Jack Nicholson? Was I it? did. I did. But, I mean, no, if you're going back further now, oh, yeah. I, I can't remember. But, no, I mean, I always thought Nicholson would have been a good... Uh, Are we talking Cuckoo's Nest, Nicholson, in the 70s? <sighs> yeah. Probably about that age range, yeah. 40, late 40s? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ashley, Black Cat from history, who do you like? I've been trying and trying and trying to think. 
me too. <laughs> like, you have to have someone who has Pamela this Anderson. appeal, but is, like, really athletic, too. Veronica Lake. Who said Ooh, that? Veronica Lake. That was me, just being a jerk. And JR and I are the only ones who know who the hell Veronica Lake is. I gotta, I gotta Google Veronica Lake. I don't even know her. Ooh, Veronica Lake, yeah. She would have bored JR. She would have been real good. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, to be honest, okay. I think some of the old Ditko Gwen Stacy's reminded me of Veronica Lake. I mean, that was kind of. Uh, Especially the way she did her hair. And the eyebrows, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, the eyebrows, yeah. What about 1979 Sigourney Weaver as Black Cat? Ooh. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, no. No. I'm thinking, like, yeah. Nah, Sigourney would be. Seems, seems to me she'd be more of, more of a physical villainess than you know a slinky, sexy. She'd you be know. Gene DeWolf. Yeah, oh, yeah, she'd be a good Gene DeWolf. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. A- yes. Ava Gardner as uh, Black Cat, Frank Sinatra's wife. Ava, Gar- Ava Gardner was more famous for just not for other things aside from being Sinatra's wife. Brad, I know. No, Ava Gardner. Yeah, Ava Gardner. Yeah, she was. She she was beautiful. Very sultry. You know, she was originally the the uh, the Wicked Witch of the West before they cast. Uh, uh, Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But then they decided she was too sexy, so they wanted to be scary. The thing for me, like, it, it'd have to be someone yeah. who has that that same um, the like freeness. Yeah. You know, the appeal, but they, you have to be able to see them to, swinging around through the city as well. It has to be really active. Really and just based based on the uh, on the strength of her acting and, her, and the recent uh, commercials that we started in the Super Bowl, clearly Kate Upton is the best choice to play the black cat. <laughs> Dare I say Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> <laughs> no, Michelle she's, she's already played a cat. Come on. I know. That, that's what about Janet Leigh? <laughs> yeah, Janet Leigh back in the Psycho era what, ab- Ooh, what yeah. about um Ooh, yeah. uh, kelly lebrock from weird science <laughs> nah too butchy uh, too oh my God. <laughs> yeah i think i think she'd make a too, good black too british cat. Uh, too british <laughs> well the the black cat they cast in amazing experiment 2 is british isn't she i don't yes. know yes felicity, felicity, felicity jones, jones. that yep. no yeah. she doesn't count and halfway I know. I know. She was also. Why do we keep but... going back to girls who have already played cat-related characters? <laughs> because Anne Hathaway was not unrelated. Cast. Is the well that empty? Yeah. No. I, I just think it was a genius. It would be a genius casting to bring in Anne Hathaway. She can play the sultry, so, um, and she's athletic enough to do it. And she's already played a cat-related. Oh, character. I got it. I got it. Um, the gal from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates is Black Cat. Oh yeah. Okay. Boom. Uh, That's it. Yeah, that would have been. That would have worked. That's it. Ashley, do you know who I'm talking about? I haven't seen her anything. I'm just googling her right now. Uh, oh, she's okay. Got be careful what you thing. Google because uh, there's one yeah. thing that she's known. Yeah, yeah. Be That's careful what you Google there, Ashley. That's. I don't think I'll just Google it for the if hell of it. Bail out. Bail out. Oh, Phoebe Cates. She was. Have you seen Gremlins? Yes. She was the girlfriend yeah. in Gremlins. She was the girlfriend in okay. Gremlins. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going Phoebe Cates, Black Cat. That was a good question. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one last one that will wrap this podcast up. I've always thought they should get a separate actor or comedian to voice Spider-Man in costume. Quips never sounded good from Andrew or Toby, not that Raimi's Spider-Man used any quippage. What do you think of the thoughts? I disagree. I disagree. You got to I disagree on the Andrew on uh, that Andrew did not have good quips. I mean, Toby, yeah, yes, that was that was awful. His joke I, was I awful don't think there. it would work like the '67 show where you have a, a, a high pitched <laughs> yeah. speed, 
Peter Parker, and then suddenly you got Barry White. Yeah, doing yeah. Right. I mean, Barry come White. on. Yeah. That does not work. I'm sorry. No. You have to connect, you have to have a connection. It would work though, v- like if you had an actor like just you know as Peter Parker, and then in the suit he sounds like someone like uh, like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe that's hey, swinging around the city. <laughs> swinging around the city the with no reason. The only time that would work if he purposely tries to drop his voice, if it's the same actor doing it, it's like like he tries to sound more adult, and everybody can tell and tell, yeah, it's not working, dude. That that. That maybe well, that's that what could be. Christian Bale, man, that didn't work. <laughs> you know what, Spider-Man? <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm going to whip you. <laughs> or you Actually, try, that was more modern savage. Or you can try to do the or or uh, or a bane or the bane voice. There is like, oh, that's awful. <laughs> no, because you actually want people to understand what the hell he's saying. Yeah. Oh. Thank you to the message board posters for uh, writing in so quickly. I appreciate. it. Let's go around the horn for final thoughts. Uh, George, final thoughts, sir. My final thought is, is I want you to think back to the last, what, hour and a half that we've been talking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about, and I want you to go back and listen to this podcast. I don't know if all of you do, but go back and listen to it, and listen to how just excited we are about Spider-Man again suddenly. Mm-hmm. Except for JR. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, think about it. The tone. We're all, we're rigged, we're excited. The tone man. of all of this. And every little bit of speculation that we've been doing, there's been very little negative that's popped into our mind. It's like we're all excited about what could be, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that we haven't been in how long? Yeah. I mean, how long has it been <laughs> since we've been this excited about something? Oh, yeah. 2004. Well, 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 it's an amazing my wedding one. night, but uh, boy, that went down the shitter real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, a lot of energy. Yeah, if, you're, if, you're ha- if your in-law's house gets break- broken into on your wedding day, I don't think that that, I think your, your wedding night probably Jerry's wedding? Jerry's house got broken into what? Zach's house. My house. My, yeah, my in-law's house got broken into my wedding day. Oh, oh so my, my God. wedding night. <laughs> yeah. That's all? Yeah. It was a bad day. Way to take it down, Zach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, Zach, final thoughts on all this. Oh, man. It, it, it is exciting. It is. It, it just. There's so much hope now. I feel, I feel like we're getting out of a dark cloud, or we're finally, finally seeing the light. Yeah. Um. I, the, my first reaction was finally. You know, and I think that's a lot of people's first reactions. So, it's it's good that it actually happened. So. Uh, Mike, final thoughts. I'm excited. I'm optimistic, but I'm also a little nervous because again. You know, there's always that possibility that we could get like another Kurtzman Orsi doing this kind of doing the script for this thing, or uh, another Mark Webb thing. Yeah. Which, but thank God they're out. But so, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually I'm very hopeful about this that this is this could actually and that we can actually see a Spider-Man that it, it's given proper justice. I think on 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 the big screen and seeing all and again seeing like him being more involved with a greater greater uh, cast of characters and stuff. So. Right. Ashley, final thoughts. Uh, I think I'm in. I'm in a similar boat as Mike. Just I'm, I'm excited but cautious. Mm-hmm. Though I do think I have a good suggestion for how to introduce uh, Spider-Man and Peter into the event. You know, into the MC, you know, the the universe, the Marvel Cinematic okay. Universe. Like, okay, so imagine Tony is opening up. You know, Avengers Tower 2.0. I'm just kind of going from the information we have right now in the where we are right now in the universe, so I can't mm-hmm. say for what? sure, but they... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, so he's, you know, got this big opening ceremony, you know, they've got the press everywhere, big party, 
And then they're all gathered together. It's like, yeah, the Avengers, you know, they saved the city. You know, we've got the Avengers Tower. Then you hear, oh, hey, can I get a picture for the bugle? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, nice. And then yeah. someone attacks the tower, and they had to fight him. And then suddenly Spider-Man swings in and helps them out. Mm-hmm. And I, you see him, like, tucking away his camera or something. Mm-hmm. That would be a good. I mean, like right at uh, you mean at, at the end of Aveng- at the end of Avengers two. Uh, I, Is that what you're from? I, or, I, or, or like whatever from the, the beginning of whatever mm-hmm. movie they put him in. So I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Who knows how they're going to introduce him? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I mean that would that would be a perfect post credit. Like all the heroes just won the big fight with Ultron. Hey, can I get a picture for the bugle? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be great. Awesome. That would be. Hey, awesome. Ashley, what's up? Uh, I was going to ask, uh, what have you talked uh, much uh, with uh, Jack about this? What did he say? Um, Is he excited? Oh, Jack's the boyfriend, by the way. Listening. Yeah, yeah, definitely excited. We're, I think we were, we were discussing most recently about um, whether it should be Peter or Miles. That's that was the point we were discussing the most, and we're mm-hmm. he's definitely in the same boat as I am. He 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 likes Miles even more than I do. He's he's the fanboy for that one. It's like he wants to see Miles with his own movie, but just not right now. And we started with his opinion. We're going to end with his opinion. JR, what do you think? Final thoughts? Um, well, I was going to say, considering that they're going to have the Spider-Man movie they're wanting to do July 2017, does it sound? Does it seem like maybe they already have an idea what they want to do or a story or a script already in, in progress? I think they do, actually. I think they, That's why I'm thinking the Sinister Six is the, as a possibility. Yeah, they're, think, not, they're not doing that I think that I think that they were planning on introducing him in, event, in Captain America: Civil War. They do have some kind of script, at least at least a role or in mind of what he, how he's going to be, how he's going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, start. But, no, I now. think JR's question is: Do they what, have a script yet? Yeah. yeah. What is Spider-Man's solo movie going to be about? Yeah, that's well, that's yeah. the big question. Yeah, you're right. And I'm wondering if they've already got something in development or had something in development if they're going to. You know, cast it and you know come out with it in a little more than two years' time. But well, if yeah. Sony has a if the Sony has an old script of the Amazing Spider-Man three, they'll just probably they could they they could be lazy and recycle that and they'll do a little editing yeah. or something like that. They do that. They do that Feige crap all the time. That. Yeah, they I'll do. See, I'll see Feige going for that. I'm like, <laughs> I'd see him like ripping it up and say, uh, intros. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Page one. This is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, or, or you could have kind of like take Ashley's idea of. If the Avengers are celebrating, they're all at a party celebrating, you know, saving the world or whatever, and then the doorbell rings and Captain yeah. America opens it up or whatever, and it's Spider-Man saying, "Hey, I brought pizza." <laughs> so basically, what, we, what we've decided here at the end is that uh, uh, either Marvel or Sony needs to hire Ashley. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yes, yes, I, I second this note. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end on that note. Who wants to forward my right.